I was fucking her so hard and I headbutted her in the head. Sometimes after I work out, I go do a sauna. What about like display your Garfield tattoo? Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. I'm super excited that we're all here together sharing this moment. You know, sometimes you got to stop and think that whatever happened in your life, whatever decisions you've made, whatever ideas you had in the past, whether you acted on them or not, whatever has occurred before led you to right where you are now. And right now is all that you have. So I am very thankful that you are choosing to spend this time with me. Thank you. If you would like to speak to me directly, you can leave me a voicemail. 949-464-TBLS is the number. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address. Get a lot of great email on this show, so that is very much appreciated. Uh, The Facebook page, always hopping. The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. I noticed that I put out there, I don't know how, we have a page and a group. The page you can just follow. The group you have to ask to join. I'm not like real technical in the world of Facebook. I'm not Mark Zuckerberg over here. Uh, but I noticed that since I mentioned it, people have been friending me, Brian Beckner, my personal page. There's other Brian Beckners on Facebook, I'm sure. There's one There's one in we, – we don't have to go into it here. But there's one that lives in the same city as me that a friend of mine ran into – umpiring his baseball game so this there's brian beckner's around but well the point is is that i mentioned last week that if you friend if you become my friend on facebook and if you're like a rando not somebody i went to high school with if i don't know you i'm just gonna friend you and then i'll i immediately once it it suggests it i add you to the facebook group if you're having a hard time finding it i don't know it's probably easier for you to find millennials um and of course itunes like our itunes page or uh, like the show on iTunes, give it a five-star review. Don't be one of these two-star review cunts. I haven't been back on the reviews, but I had a pretty big meltdown a couple weeks ago that many of you thought was very funny. You mocked my pain. You laughed. Um, so I haven't been back on the reviews, but go on there. Give us a nice review and let, let some friends know about the show. That is like really the best thing you can do is just – send a link and go hey you should be listening to check out this i think you'll like this show like word of mouth really is underrated especially we could when we can do it on a big scale so um please share what we do here with people that you think might like it hey hey do you like hearing shows about dicks you like it when dudes talk about dicks a lot because there's a show about it you should listen to it um, and also Patreon, patreon.com slash lifestyle. If you would like to contribute to the show, as many of you do, financially, if you would like to make a donation to the show, join patreon.com. You can give us a little bit of scratch there. And then we do premium content for our Patreon subscribers. And I have a feeling 
there's a big, we're going to do a big show coming up and I'm going to, I feel like it's going to be long. So I'm going to take a chunk of that and make that premium content because it's something that people have been asking for. And also people are, are offering bribes and I'll just, I'll introduce co-host of the show right now. Ed Daly, Ed, how are you? Doing well. Um, People on Twitter, our friends on Twitter are offering us bribes to review the movies that they want us to review. Yeah. Much like shady businessmen in the Middle East, I'm susceptible to bribes. Yeah. Open to it. Like I'm, uh, I'm Cutter. Oh, wait. You're Cutter. You're, I'm FIFA and you're Cutter. Yeah. Like let's make a deal. I'm on board. Yeah, the, the, I just found out that there's a World Cup going on right now, and it's in Russia. Do you, you think? Do you think any world sports body is awarding anything to Russia without getting their pockets lined and their dicks sucked? Of course not. So same earlier goes for the in the show. weekend, like maybe Friday or Saturday, I saw the image of like the owner's box, and it was Putin. Some Saudi guy and some FIFA guy, and it just felt real dirty. Oh, for sure. Dirty. Right. A lot word. of smug rich guys. The worst. Um, What's going on, buddy? You know, sometimes I just talk about random shit, and sometimes I like to talk about more important things. And this is kind of uh, along the more important things. We've yeah. got a lot going on right now, and... uh I'm going to need a sexual number out of you for somebody. Okay. I don't, you know, I don't like to, you know, I recommend it. We give relationship on this advice on the show. We do live coaching. And one of my, one of my number one rules is that you not share your number with your partner and you don't ask for theirs, but continue. Go on. Right. But we're not the partner of this gentleman. We're just, Oh, okay. I just need you to speculate. Yep. On this guy's number. I'll give you some facts. He's an actor. That's a lot of puss. Automatically a lot of puss right there. Career box office of major films. I mean, lots of people have been in random stuff, but just 20 films, $1.764 billion box office. He was the lead in three of those films. And beyond that, he was the lead supporting actor pretty much in all of them. Okay, we're not. So Clint Howard, known coxman, Clint Howard. Crossed Never off led. The board. Oh, Never okay. led. All right. right. Um, Canadian. Okay. To give you some color on this guy. Canadian. Okay, let me just do a lot of roll call Canadians. Okay, go on. Okay. Was on an influential comedy show. Oh. Oh. John Candy. Bulk- we're talking about John Candy. Bulk of the career in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Rick Moranis. Oh, Rick Moranis. <laughs> How much? I mean, those are I mean, lifetime SCTV numbers. SCTV was big. Yeah. It was big. It, it was, was big. Per- yeah. It was 80s. Yep. Canada. They, they played a little looser, right? Yeah. And Ghostbusters, cocaine. Ghostbusters, cocaine. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, not the coolest movie, but he was leading it and making a ton. I read that he, at one point, I think in 89, had three movies. I think he had three movies in the top 20 in 89. Uh, That doesn't surprise me. I mean, he basically retired. 
He's right. like, I'm just rich now, and I don't, I don't feel like I got a family. So, and what's, I could be wrong. What's his number? By by the Honey I Shrunk the Kids era, I feel like Rick Moranis was betrothed. Uh, something tells me you he, would think he, he's in a long term marriage. Keep in mind the the decade. It's not the seventies, but the eighties. Right. There was a ton of co- I mean, yeah. just no, just the happening. fact, just the fact that there were three movies about Honey I Shrunk the Kids means there was a ton of cocaine um, involved. I'm just thinking about Strange Brew. He Strange Brew. He, right. he could have he could have eased to say that was a six week shoot. He could have easily banged a, a dozen hanger hangers on during that period, just during that yeah. shooting right there. Right, SETV. Let's say that was eighty, something yeah. like that. Yeah, and we're talking eighty. And I'm going to count. If you were with two women, that counts as two. Yeah. So you gotta think there are proud Canadians that want to service the SETV guys taking on SNL. I would agree. I maybe I'm off. I think he might have hit. The north side of 30. Yeah, I would say so. Well, yeah, yeah, which is good for I text. I texted some buddies about this this weekend. Yeah. One is adamant the number is 16. No more, no less. Mm, that's a regular guy number. Lots of dudes have banged 16 chicks. Like that's even this guys guy that get was married really, early. He, he was very famous. Yeah, I would say... I mean, Think of I, the Ghostbusters scene. They talk about the scene where they show up at the building and everybody's cheering. Yeah. And and like I, I feel like it was uh, – what's his name? Ramus or, or – I think it was Ramus saying, yeah, the crowds were massive because we had two of the iconic SNL guys filming a movie in New York at that time that we didn't need to – advertised for crowd scenes, they followed us everywhere and we just used it for one of the movies. That's amazing. Gotta think Moranis just caught some shrapnel during those, you know, those couple of weeks. Oh, for sure. Even the guy that played Dickless, Jose Oh, that guy was great. I bet he he clocked much pussy too. I Uh, bet the dude who played the mayor who died last year. That short guy. I got one. 100%. Lenny. (laughs) <laughs> um, I, I'm going to say that Mer- Rick Moranis is, he's done low numbers for an actor, but solid numbers for a regular dude. Yeah. I'm going to take the over on 43 and a Whoa. half sex partners for Rick Moranis. The guy, he did some fucking back in the day. You know, those all those SCTV people, they were all fucking each other. Right. So, I mean, and, yeah, I mean, uh, the the mom from uh, Home Alone. Right. The, oh, yeah. Catherine O'Hara. Um, yeah, there were a few, there were a few that you, you saw in every everything. Yes. We know Candy led the group. Oh, yeah. He was a fuck machine. Just watch 100%. him at Splash. You knew that guy knew what was up. John Candy, you forget how just unbelievably fucking funny that guy was. Like, Terrific. It, it is such a tragedy that he died that it's – you just 
you're you go back and watch what he did, and you're like, oh yeah, this guy was the fucking funniest guy in the world for a while. But um, he could do poignant too. Very much so. Absolutely, the guy. Plants racing automobiles gets a little yes, dusty. It gets a little sad. You find out he's fucking homeless. He's really got nowhere to be. He's got to yeah. come home with Steve Martin. But he could he could be Uncle Buck. He can be the brother in Splash. He can just be fucking funny. I Dude, you know. That makes that well okay. So forty three and a half is the number, and I'm taking the over on forty three and a half. Yeah, uh, that, I, my guess was thirty six with my buddies, but yeah. I, I would love people weighing in and giving rationale. Yeah, I think I think guys, this is an important question guys, we should tackle. Reach out, mailbag at theballerlifestyle dot com. Uh, let us know how many people, how many sex partners do you think Rick Moranis has had in his life? He's got to be in his sixties. Probably oh, right around there. How much fucking do you think he's done? That reminds me that um, Steve Martin and Martin Short. Oh, I need to watch that. Oh, I really, I've just, I just, put, I have the opposite opinion. I find them so both very funny. They're both great talk show guests. They're both just super hilarious. Martin Short is dudes. the greatest talk show guest. He's the best. He has the best stories. But I, the last thing I want to watch is their two-man show airing now on Netflix and touring the country. I believe it is coming to my town, and I just I got a hard pass on it. I've, but what, I, I don't even know what the show is. It's I don't. It's them doing comedy, and I think they like kind of roast each other as they go. And Steve, they tell stories, and Steve Martin gets out the banjo, and he's got that toupee on, and it's just the whole thing is just. I love. I don't need it. Ball breaking. I don't know. I don't. Well, okay. You you might have to watch it and proffer a review, and I will, based on your review, okay, either watch it or not. Now, I just want to give you a follow up. I just went to the Wikipedia page of Rick Moranis. Long time, long time marriage. He married a costume designer in '86. Divorced. She died of cancer in 91. Five years later? They had two kids and she died five years oh, later. Jesus. Awful. Well, you, but that's, but, but that it, just, it tells me, yeah. dude only was married for five years and it was to a woman probably on the set. Well, that's after Ghostbusters. Yeah. Just after Ghostbusters. What? Uh, and he's never remarried. Uh, maybe on the set of Club Paradise in '86. Yeah, yeah. Little Shop of Horrors. The Jamaican set of Club Paradise, yeah. or the Bahamas, wherever they shot that. The I got, I got it. He, he might, he might go north yeah. of fifty. Well, because here's the thing. Here's what happens when a spouse dies. You mourn for a little bit, and then you just. You want to kill the pain for a while? Drown your sorrows in just all the pussy. And it's kind of like when on Seinfeld, when George puts the picture of a model in his wallet and is like, oh, yeah, she died. And he and then he starts getting really hot chicks because they they think, oh, well, he dated this model. Then like I should be dating him because he dates hot chicks. It's kind of like that, like. Your wife dies. There's a lot of chicks that want to make you feel better. They feel real bad for you, and they're just coming in, and they're doing work. They want to be the one that gets you out of it. So I'm Rick Moranis. I just go on a on just a pussy bender. Hair. My wife dies. Yeah, and R.I.P., obviously. I mean, it was. Of course. Yeah. Tragic. Uh, 
and he was considered and the thing I read the lead of three three movies, but he had a big part in Spaceballs. He had a big part in My Blue Heaven. He's when, not the when, lead. Yeah, yeah. But but he he was around. He was on the red carpet. He was he was out there. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. He was Barney Rubble. Not great yeah, movies. Yeah, I forgot about that. Forgot about that. Not great movies, but the guy was working for a while. Oh yeah. He was on And set. worked so much that by 06, he just tapped out. I'm out. I heard he was coming back. I just heard recently. I think I heard he was a crooner. Oh, no. Oh, no. But the thing is, is that'll get you some pussy. I told you about the time I went and saw Frank Stallone at a local bar. Yeah, here he in, said. In he was singling, singling someone out. Yeah, he was, he was eye-fucking my girl the whole time. Also, two-fisting, one hand a Cape Cod, one hand a Chardonnay. Oh, and aggressive. there were many, many attractive coogs in the house drooling for my man Frank. There's no way he went home alone that night. And that's Frank Stallone. He's hey, not – I mean he's, he's – He isn't starting shit. Yeah, he's one – he's point zero zero one. Percent of the star of Rick Moranis, like Rick Max Moranis. Stallone's most famous role was singing in front of a trash can in Rocky. Yes, doo wop. Yeah, the worst kind of singing. Yeah, he's he's famous for being somebody's brother, older brother. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, anything else? Now that's it, guys. I'm aware of the of the Indonesian woman that got eaten by a snake. In case anybody else wants to send it to me, been made aware. Don't want to discourage you from making me aware of things, but usually like snake news, it it gets to me. Um, So I know some some woman went to check on her corn in the village and she didn't come back for a while. So they went out looking for her and they found a... 23-foot-long python with a small Indonesian-sized woman bubble. What do you call that? Lump in it. You told me one time it happens really slow, and I didn't didn't agree. What do you mean, the the eating of the body? Yeah, but you were saying you could be rescued if... Oh, well, no, 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 no. But well, the strangulation happens pretty quick. Okay, I'm talking about the consummation. Like it's got a stretch. It's I get it. Do- it has that like human sized lump inside of them for like a day. Yeah, and then it's like it's not going anywhere. It's got to just chill and let that thing digest a little. It's. I mean, think right, of Thanksgiving. But the killing part. I'm talking about the killing. Small Indonesian woman, 23 foot python gets gets the jump on her. I, I mean, she's probably dead in 30 seconds, I'd say, a minute tops. She struggles real hard if she's pretty fit. Uh, but I'm talking about the digestion. Once it once it consumes her. Right, you see I that would, outline of a tricycle inside right, these snakes. Right, exactly. And then it's just it's just laying there for a while. It's got to, you know, you just think of Thanksgiving. You take down all that mashed potatoes, turkey, right. pie. They're like, it oh, doesn't go away during the 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 afternoon game, right? It's like, oh, it's the tryptophan. You're you're tired from the tryptophan. No, you're tired because you've been 
drinking <laughs> IPAs all day. And you're, you just shoveled like 14 pounds. Yeah, you're eating all this food and your body is using all your energy, all your stored energy to do the digesting. And the same with the snake. So yeah, they went over and they probably beat it on the head a little bit and they cut it open and right there, there she was inside oh, wow. the snake. So quite a way to go in the village. Yeah. R.I.P. Watiba. I don't know what island this happened on, but there's a great many down there. Um, R.I.P. But I am I am aware. And to please apprise me of steak steak well, steak and snake. I'm into steaks as well. So steak and snake news as you as it sure. goes into your inbox. Um, let's do some email. All right, gentlemen. I just wanted to write you guys to say thank you for your frank and honest discussion about depression and suicide on your most recent episode. I have been to several funerals of friends who have committed suicide. I donate to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention every year, and I have read more articles and research on the topic than I can count, and everything you guys said was right on the money. It is not selfish to be held hostage by your brain and tricked into thinking that death is your only avenue for relief. It's no different than a person with an eating disorder who weighs 85 pounds but still thinks they're fat. It's simply a disease and not a personal failing. The brain is more powerful than anyone can imagine, and it can take us to some very dark places. Also, Brian, thank you for your powerful and impassioned tribute to Tony Bourdain and what he meant to you, I listened nodding in agreement when you talked about what a comforting presence he was in your life. Finally, I know it's a cliche, and maybe none of this is readable on the show since it's pretty heavy, but times like these seem like the perfect opportunity to tell the people who mean the most to you how you feel about them. I've listened to Brian on the radio since 2011, and I've been a listener to this show from the very beginning back in November 2013. I've never met you guys or Kate, but I feel like you're all a part of my life, and I think of you as friends in a strange sense. I look forward to your show each and every week, and from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate all of the joy and laughter you all so selflessly bring to me with each new episode. On that note, I'm out. That's from Chris. Medium volume grunt comer. <laughs> that was a lovely email, right down to the end. Very, very beautiful email. And I, I got, I got to admit, I read that a lot of times. I'll just paste these in, or I'll just read them uh, raw bef- during the show. But for, this one came in, and it was just kind of long. And I was like, "What's going on here?" And I read the thing, and got, it got a little bit dusty when I read it. Very. Very kind words from listener Chris. It is very much appreciated, um, and it's it's makes it worthwhile to do what we do here because it's we want to connect with you guys. Next email, gentlemen. As the sports show of record, I know you're ethically obligated to discuss the Kellen Winslow Jr. story. However, in deference to the sacrifices our military makes, I shouldn't be laughing. To preserve our freedoms, I'd like to request you do it respectfully. Hashtag support the troops. Hashtag 
Old soldiers never die. They just rob and forcibly sodomize in trailer parks. That's from Ryan. I'm a motherfucking um, soldier. Um, this Kellen Winslow Jr. is a, he's a monster. It, it it certainly appears so. But like a week earlier, I read he was arrested for house shopping, and you just felt like, oh, this is another yeah. horrible racial profiling. But then he was he was for sodomy like three days later. So I when I had the opposite when I when they're like, oh, he was burglarizing a trailer park. I'm like, oh, this is one of these guys that's strung out on opiates, and he's like going. I know I've heard. Um, who was the guy who was on the Chargers? Ryan Leaf tell stories oh, where right. he would just just he try would to just steal go shit. to houses and just try the door. Like if he knew no one was home, he lived in Montana. People don't lock their houses anyway. He would just go try the door and go inside and start looking through medicine cabinets for pills. And I was like, oh, that's what's going on here. Then you find out this this guy's a fucking rapist. Like he was hunting for a victim. He was breaking into places looking for someone to forcibly sodomize because he's an actual fucking monster. Like the kind, like the kind they make documentaries about. I remember he was he was a stud like rookie year maybe yeah. the year after and there was footage he was riding his like moped it wasn't even oh yeah in the in the team in the parking, parking lot. lot yeah and he's zipping around and you can see the security cam footage and he's going crazy in a parking lot like a like a moron. Yeah, then he hit he hit a curb or something, yeah. right? And he crushed himself and his career was never the same. Yeah. But but yeah, he was a complete moron. Yeah, I remember there was a real sports where when he was being recruited where Kellen Winslow Sr. was like, he'll only play for a black coach. Yeah. Like he's his, got it. That's it. His dad was a real dick. Yeah, his dad was a dick. Hall of Famer. Uh okay. Here's another one. Hey, Brian and Ed, quick question. When people ask you what you do for a living, do you respond by saying, well, first, I'm a dad. Thanks. <laughs> That's from Rusty in Florida. I don't know why I found that so fucking funny. Uh, I'm, I, I, I love that. I don't do that. I love that because it's such a douche move. Totally. And this might not be popular, but I also feel like when people call their wife their best friend, oh, that's no, similar. No, 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 no. She's no, my best friend. No, no. My lover. No. My best friend. No. Get out of here. <laughs> best friend. Right. You're, you're She's old, your wife. Your wife She's, is not your best friend. I I happen to be married to somebody that is that often tries to get me, tries to to bully me into nah. admitting that she is my best friend very often. And I resist forcefully resist. <laughs> uh, that is very funny. Though. doesn't mean you're not in love. Of course not. But it's not the best friend. It's a different role. Yes. It is. I don't have sex with my best friend. No, don't. you don't. Your best friend is the one you talk to. About your sex life too. You're not. It's not the one you actually have intercourse with. Yeah. Uh, very funny. And also, adults having best friends. I mean, it's you know, that's all right. Like I, I get that we probably all have a closest friend, but right. Who's your best friend? Like, if you I don't to pick refer a best to friend. anyone as my best friend. No, of course. But not. 
If I had to, yeah, it's not going to be my wife. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, Ed, I didn't realize. Okay, well, I heard. I'd heard in the last couple of weeks, I heard of like a lot of World Cup, like, oh, the World Cup. And I was like, and I drove by this bar near my house and it had a big sign up and it's like, World Cup, every game on 26 TVs. And I'm like, well, that's, I mean, it's good that they want people to know that for when the World Cup happens in a couple of years. <laughs> and it turns out it's now. The World Cup is now. I feel like yeah. we just had one. Didn't we have one like 18 months ago? We're already into another World Cup? It does feel like that. And I have a horrible confession to make. My son is fully plugged into the youth soccer travel the whole thing. So he's he's into it. He knows these guys. Does. And so I've watched more World Cup now Without question, in the first, it's been going on for like three days. Definitely more in the last three days than I have in my entire 42 years on Earth. It isn't. For sure. It seems weird because you and I are so out of touch. But when they list the top 10 most recognizable sports stars in the United States, um, Messi and Ronaldo Ronaldo. are in the top 10. They might even be in the top five. Like this is, we are the ones that are out of touch. Like this is very, that's very much normal. Um, Some, my daughter was telling me that some kid in her class wears a Messi jersey every single day to school. Whoa. It's crazy. I do see a fair amount of Messi jerseys just dropping my kid off every day. Yeah. He's yes. a thing. He's a he's a big thing. And Ronaldo. Oh, My son sure. has a Ronaldo jersey. Yeah. We were in Spain last summer, and one of these street vendors sold us one. Oh yeah. Oh, so it's like a knockoff one, which is even better. Which is even better than the real like thing. Five five euro. Oh, I love it. Um. Yeah. It's a big deal. It's. I'm just bummed that the United States didn't make the field of 64 or however many teams make the World Cup. So we can cheer against them. So I could. So I could root vociferously against them as I do in pretty much every international team competition, except for, of course, hockey. I'm right there with you. Um, I fuck the dream team. Fuck I don't any dream cheer team. for the United States. I, I cheer fuck for Coach the K. United States in. Um, in individual sports, same. I mean, not same. against yeah. not against Usain Bolt, but overall, I'll cheer for the pole vaulter or something like that. But team sports, I just I don't dig it. No, same. Like, I the the one match I watched the other day, I loved watching Iceland. I think they tied. They didn't even win. Yeah, but it was against Messi. I think Messi. Yeah, yeah. Messi that had sounds the familiar. Penalty kick, but. Yeah, it was fun seeing Iceland totally. go all crazy. Mexico beat Germany. Like yeah, I'm into underdogs. Yes. That is cool. I'll I'll root for either Trinidad or Tobago. It doesn't matter. Um, Cameroon, whichever. Uh, there was somebody playing today. Some African country Egypt. that was fun. Oh no, not North Africa. Like um, not, not maybe Nigeria? Senegal. Senegal. I, I don't know. I yeah, I, don't know. I like I, know. I like watching because they have the coolest uniforms. They usually have like really colorful uniforms. You know who I you know who I typically 
root for in these international soccer competitions are the Dutch. I love the Dutch. And the Dutch, a European powerhouse, not in the field. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think – I think oh, yeah. the Dutch. Portugal, yeah, they're good, but yeah. yeah, the Dutch are out. And Italy's out too. They're a powerhouse usually, Italy's right? not there? They're out. Oh, Italy wins this shit. Like Italy's but, usually got a shot I to win I think what happens is – and I could be completely wrong. Yeah, but, let's be wrong. <laughs> but you have Western Europe competing against itself right. for a few spots. Right. Then you have Japan – and Korea, Korea. And Thailand competing Australia. for the same number of Australia. spots. Australia. Yeah. There's some, or the United States. They have way less competition. Yeah. And they still we, didn't make it. But we got, yeah, we got to beat out like Costa Rica and Guatemala. We, and we were stuff. eliminated by Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. See? North America. Pathetic. Sad. Uh, so this is, I'm kind of sad. I know this guy because I don't really know why I know him, but well, he's, he's, National- the, he's the most famous American soccer player that's ever he lived. Is, but, of course you know who he is, but they're, but like, they've never been good. That's true. Why, why, right. why would I know the star of a crummy team? Right. That's like knowing Kelly Trapuca on the, uh, the late eighties Charlotte Hornets. Right. That's true. Uh, I don't know why I know it, but I know it. Right. Was it, uh, so was it Kelly Trapuca on the on the Pistons before that? Like he was on a team that mattered for a while, I think. Yeah, but he he was the star of the expansion. Shitty. Yeah. I, I wish I didn't know this information, but I knew it. So, Landon Donovan. Yeah. This past week appeared in some sponsored tweet in anticipation of the World Cup, and the tweet was. The tournament is here, USA fans. Our team may not be in Russia, but our neighbors to the south are. So join me and their proud sponsor, hashtag sponsor, at Wells Fargo to cheer on our other team, Mexico. Yeah. Vamos, Mexico. Well, some of his former teammates didn't take kindly to the promoted tweet, presumably because Donovan found a way to get paid. Nobody else in the United States found a way to get to monetize their shitty skills. Right. Yeah. Right, he's the only name. Exactly, all these other guys are crummy at soccer, a sport where I know, being a uh, a father of like a kid who's now into soccer, they watch Premier League. They don't give a shit about U.S. soccer. It's true. Um, So somebody named Carlos Bocanegra tweeted back, "Really?" Another guy named Kobe Jones tweeted, "Nah, man." Mexico is not my team. Mexico is a rival in CONCACAF. In, yeah, a sport, right. in a sport, there is something sacred about rivalries. And then some more oh, bullshit. Someone named Kyle Martinez can't tell you how disappointing it is to have made personal and financial sacrifices to try to hold our federation accountable, only to see former USMNT players profit off of the result of that poor governance by asking... U.S. fans to support our rivals in the tournament we failed to reach. And a whole lot more bullshit, like lots more tweets. And that would indicate his teammates are shitheads, but then Donovan had to unleash a response on behalf of the ultra-greasy Wells Fargo to Carlos Bocanegra. That is is kind of a problem. Here's his tweet. 
you grew up in SoCal and owe much of your soccer skill to playing with Mexicans. Your father is of Mexican descent. Look around the country. Are you happy with how we are treating Mexicans? Open your mind. Oh, Stand for something and remember a, where you came from. Now, it's Brian, a bit of, little bit of a leap there. Like I don't yeah. think that the two are really – they really equate – yeah, Brian, why can't Bocanegra open his mind and be supportive of a company that lied, cheated, and stole from uh, staggering amounts of Americans via fake accounts, excessive fees, and general overall greedy shittiness? Um, I'm really, I'm really into Wells Fargo. As you know, my all-time favorite ad campaign is Domino's. Our pizza is slightly less shitty now. <laughs> campaign that's to me i love that we're less trash and i love i love that uh i just wells has the new one yeah i just love when when any company goes with that tax so now facebook's doing it facebook has commercials which is crazy because people spend more time looking at facebook than they do at tv but now facebook has commercials and they're like yeah (laughs) hey we kind of fucked up like by selling your data, oh, that's actually your fucking entire business model. Like it's not – you didn't fuck up. That's what and you do. And we're continuing to do that. Yeah, we're right. going gonna to keep doing it. But they're like, we're going to make some changes around here so we can get back to doing what we do best, which is using your fucking data and selling it to advertisers. Okay, but that's pretty good. But my favorite is Wells Fargo because they, they literally went into people's pockets and stole money. They cre- and, didn't they create extra accounts yes. and then charge fees? Yes. So and people it, responded saying, no, 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 that's not my account. Yeah, and and they, then they would go like, oh, no, we'll fix it. And then they wouldn't fix it. And then they would just open more fraudulent accounts. And this is – Ed, this is a bank. Like banks, <laughs> all they do is make money. Like there's just – all they're doing all day long is making money. And this is one of the biggest banks in the world that just fucked the shit out of their smallest customers. Like the, and just Landon the, Donovan wants you to open your mind. Right. <laughs> People in savings accounts. So on the one hand, I don't have a problem with Landon Donovan, you know, uh, monetizing his celebrity. Not the at guys, all. The guys, you know, he doesn't play. I don't think he plays anymore. Although I think and the I party's heard- over for him. Yeah, right? I think I heard he might be coming out of retirement or something. I don't know. But, I mean, to what? I don't know. Nobody gives a shit about U.S. soccer. Right, but these guys can make – he can make a payday if he came back to the MLS. He won some whatever they're called in the MLS with the LA Galaxy. Whatever the championship is, he won that. But, but they keep times. getting – now they get European retreads. Right. They yeah. don't need American retreads. There's, Nobody cares about that. There's, it's not Zinedine Zidane, but it's oh, another yes. like Zlatan, Z guy. Yes. Yeah. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yes. Yes. I know this because I, I will, my son turned that game on, and he had a crazy goal, and I read he took out an ad in the LA Times saying the lion – has arrived yes. or something like that. He's really cocky, even though yes. he's he's over the hill. Right. <laughs> they come here to retire. They get a good. They get good money in retirement. No one on the rest. Of, the rest of the team makes like fifty grand, and then there's one guy that makes four million dollars. And yet somehow they're opening new. There's new franchises every year, and they have. Well, Beckham's to, opening a Miami team, right? Yeah, and there's like there's now there's a second team. In LA, I thought there were two teams in what, and when I said this last time, somebody corrected me because there was 
LA, the LA Galaxy, and there was Chivas USA. But I was alerted that Chivas Real Sports did a whole thing about Chivas. Yeah, Chivas is no longer, but now there's the LA Football Club, and they're they have a bitch in new stadium downtown. It's right by USC where the sports arena used to be. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Like I might go to a game there to just check out the ballpark or whatever. So I texted a close friend of the show who works in radio and they have the contract for that team. And I'm like, Hey, I'm like, you should um, hook us up and we'll go over and check that out and have a few beers and go to a game. And he responded, you do know it's soccer, right? (laughs) I have a, I have a grim admission to make Saturday night. I'm going to a New Jersey Red Bulls game. Oh, right. The Red Bulls. See, dumb name. They're named after their sponsor. Horrendous. But my son is on the junior Red Bulls. Yes. Yeah. And so now he's got a, his whole team, everybody's wearing their jerseys and they get free tickets and they might be on the field, but like I'm fucking soccer dad. And I, I actively tried to not watch soccer my whole life. No, no, I get it. I'm with you. Do they uh, do they serve beer at that thing? Oh, they hit fucking better. Yeah, there better be beer there. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of like not mad at Landon Donovan, but maybe just do the ad and do the ad, but don't, don't defend it. Don't say open your mind when you're yeah. really just getting paid by Wells Fargo, the Shh. shittiest company there is. Yeah, just don't like you took the money. I get it. You know, you got him. You got a nut to make. It's fine. Of course. But don't you don't need to defend it. Just be just do the smiling emoji because you you got the money. So ah, you win. Kobe Jones. But guess what? I got paid. Right. Nobody knows who you are. Right. I know who Kobe Jones is. He went to UCLA, and he's got he's the guy that kind of has like dreads or did back in the uh, day. So I'm, I'm basically a soccer. I should be. Yeah. On one you of these might soccer be things. the head of the U.S. national team. Yeah, because I could talk about it, and I don't have an accent that people can't understand. So they should just put me on one of these shows and I could do it. Um, Speaking of other sports, what's going on with NBA player? There's no, there's not really an NBA player called Sam Decker. Is there? Well, I, I haven't heard of him in the NBA, but that year, maybe two years ago, three years ago when Scotty went to the final four, he was a superstar. Oh, did he play with Frank Kaminsky? Kaminsky? Yeah, but I think Sam Decker might. Yeah, Kaminsky was definitely the star, but I think Decker was the breakout star of, of that right. tournament run. Well, I remember them having a lot of big white guys. And he's one of them. Yeah. He was the. Yeah, I think I kind of. He was maybe that. the three. He was athletic, dunk guy, but he was a white guy. Yeah. So. The former Badger and current Los Angeles Clipper, Sam Decker, responded to his former teammate Bronson Koenig about tweeting something about how white people have no culture. Decker responded by saying, don't put it in my face that being a white guy is something to be ashamed of. I'm proud of who I am, and so should you. But you're Native American and also white. This article speaks to many untruths about our culture. Some Twitter followers jumped in. One named Herb Mitchell said, Sam Decker, this is not the hill you're looking for. No, no, <laughs> Another named Shriki Shoot at Shriki Shooter wrote, Sam Decker with three uppercase K's in Decker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As in KKK. 
<laughs> Another guy named Matt Belinsky responded to Sriki's shooter saying, fuck you. Sriki responded, white culture does exist. It just involves getting mad over jokes about white fragility. Belinsky got mad and called Sriki out. If you want to test my fragility, I got a plane ticket for you to SoCal. Let oh, me know. Oh, no. Belinsky actually booked a plane ticket and posted it online <laughs> from San Fran to LAX, but Sriki never showed. Now, Brian, I got a few questions. Yeah. One, why would anyone accept a one-way plane ticket? Two, why would anyone fight to the death over Sam Decker? I know. And three... How do you think Kyle and Scanny is holding up after this scandal? <laughs> Need him to weigh in. Like, that's a favorite. I mean, Kyle, favorite our lonely hearts look to you. Favorite son of, favorite son of Wisconsin. Um, I mean, it is kind of bullshit that, to say that white people have no culture. Like the TV show Friends. <laughs> Frazier. Yeah. Matchbox 20. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> Um, Rosé. <laughs> I mean, there's shit out there. There's shit out there. There's, there's so white. much, so much uh, just upset. I guess the right word is fragility. I know. It, it is fragility. It's white people are under attack, Ed. I, why, why is everybody so upset? Never been harder it's been a, it's to be been white. A pretty, it's been a pretty good run to be a white guy. It's never been harder. It's to never be hurt me in my entire life. There's I've had an entire life, like Louis C.K. said, I'll re-up every year to be white, right. to be a white guy. Right. It seems like the way to go if you can if You, can you get in the time machine to any era. It's always better to be white. Unless, yeah. you're, unless you're the Irish coming here. When the Irish were coming here. When was that? Like turn of the century? That was kind of right. tough. Nina. No Irish need to apply. Yeah. Or it was everybody. Right. It was Italians. No matter who was the new guy. Yeah, they always get fucked. Was, they were going to ruin our country. And then somehow they didn't. Yeah. Uh, but now well, you know, we figured out. We've, we've got a clear line where we have to cut it off. Just don't, yeah, don't die on the hill of whiteness. Like it's just, we're all it's, just trying to get along here. It's you're, you're, you're in charge of shit. So it's fine. Just continue being white and everything will be okay for you. Right. Um, this was my fucking favorite thing that's ever happened. I was trying to watch, I did that thing that I, I did not invent this, but I want, but I'd seen it before. So I, decided to give it a give it a shot myself and while the US Open was being played golf mm-hmm. tournament was being played mm-hmm. this weekend i did the thing where i googled or i didn't google i put into a t- twitter search two words joe buck because oh, no. he was he was the play by play guy and for, for golf for golf, yeah, and Jeez, he does everything. I know, and he does everything badly. And it, you cannot find a positive tweet about Joe Buck. There's no, well, there's course. no, it's there's no one, there's not anyone that has anything good to say about Joe Buck when Joe Buck is working. And I just, and I know that. 
the the negatives are always going to outweigh the positives. It's just you're more likely you're more likely to leave a bad Yelp review than a positive one. You just are. It's just how it's just how human beings work. But you figure after and I try I did like top. So I started with top and then I just started retweeting them and like none of the top ones were had any pause anything positive so then i was just like i'll just do latest and so i sorted it by latest and just every single one there was not i could not find one not one that was in praise of joe buck but something did happen on the on the broadcast it was way more interesting was, than joe it's buck way better than anything joe buck could ever, ever. do right? Yeah. Even in the middle of the Super Bowl, he's never said something so interesting. So during Fox Sports 1's broadcast, and by the way, I, I have a cut on the end of my tongue. It, oh, you, you don't realize. Oh, no, you fuck with it all the time. You, it it yeah. hits your teeth every every yeah. word you say. I know. Ugh, awful. But anyway, yeah. during their broadcast of the U.S. Open second round at Shinnecock Hills, microphones Long overheard. Island. Yeah. Uh, they overheard a conversation between a couple of bros. Yeah. Here's the quote. That's my ex. Yeah, she's hot. That's when I I was fucking her so hard and I headbutted her in the head and I smacked that bitch. We got up and we went and kind of got in the something position and she sat up. Now, Brian, one question and one question only. What position is he referring to where she sat up yet he headbutted her? Uh, I don't, yeah, because at first I was thinking like um, dorsal ventral where he was he was entering her from behind and maybe he was like got, got real close and you know how you like can really get in like get in like God. almost in a reverse hug. Is type. it a reverse cowgirl? No, um, but may, but but wait, if she sat up. Um, that's a good question. Well, maybe they were just, maybe they were doing, uh, maybe they were like, um, having missionary, but like on the edge of the bed or something where he was kind of standing and she, or kneeling and she sat up and then they, they bonked heads that way. Um, One thing I, either way, it's great. There should be more stuff like this. Yeah. When you hear moments like this, I did, I don't know what happened. But when they apologize, I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry. I know, it's great. You think there's one person who has watched golf hasn't heard of sex? It's uh, an old man thing to watch. Every everybody's heard of sex, and well, and obviously they didn't put it on TV on purpose. My my inside sources tell me that it was probably people on the crew talking to each other on the radio, like two. That's cameramen. what crews do. Yeah. This is what they were doing, and the radio frequencies got got crossed or something, and it made it onto the broadcast. Either way, it's amazing. It's, it's so amazing, good. and I I would like an explanation. The headbutt after, or yeah. then she sat up. That's just doesn't compute. Yeah, I don't I don't want an explanation for the technical difficulty that happened. No. I want somebody a golf reporter or somebody in the know to go talk to the guys that were having the conversation and get us one of those Taiwanese um, oh, yeah, the cartoon uh, you know, animation, Taiwanese animations of how, of what exactly he was describing because it's very hard to picture. Of course. 
I need a full explanation. Love those Taiwanese Taiwanese things. They're so good. They're really so good. I have a buddy that works in advertising, and his daughter was wrongly accused of shoplifting at oh. a at a major chain, and they were like, she was in there, and one of the one of the store employees came up to her and was like, I thought I told you never to come back in here. And was like, like berated her in the store. And she's like, what the fuck is going like? I'm, I'm not who you think I am. And they wouldn't like take no for an answer. And like authorities were involved and it was like a really embarrassing thing. And she didn't do it. And so my buddy works in advertising and he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to recreate it. He's like, I'm going to shame this company. I'm going to make a, a Taiwanese, Taiwanese animation of the whole situation and I don't think he ever did it but it would have been funny Um, it's a cool threat Yeah. speaking of things that people want to get back the target chain is in a little hot water you know this weekend was father's day and my ideal father's day is just to be left alone by everybody that's what I got. Oh, you son of a bitch. I um, was left alone with my children so my children's stepmother could go to a concert. Oh, that's fun. So it was not exactly. kind of like being left alone except the opposite of that. Right, except you have to make everybody's meals and put them to bed oh. and do like – I hope the concert was good. Make their lunches for the next day and like all the stuff that you would normally do when it's not Father's Day, but also it's Father's Day. And, but also I got a couple cards and a bottle of whiskey, which was nice. It's always nice to get recognized for on a Hallmark holiday like that. But Target is having to apologize because... They sold a card with a with a silhouette of a couple on the on the front, mm. and it's I would say a racially ambiguous couple. Although, if you if you were forced, if someone said if someone took the words off the front of this card yeah, I'm looking held it up to, to your face and said I'm gonna you've got to pick I'm gonna slice your sack open if you're not honest with me tell <laughs> me what the race of the man is in this silhouette you would probably say that he was black looks like Blair Underwood yeah he's it, it's the he's got a fade you know it's just Looks like it's probably a black guy. Uh, retailer Target is apologizing for selling baby daddy cards for Father's Day. Customers took to social media to let the chain know that it isn't a term of endearment to call someone a baby daddy. Urban <laughs> Dictionary defines it as a man who is the father of your child who you did not marry. One woman posted one of the cards on Facebook with the comment, you cannot be serious, Target! Four exclamation points. Really? John McEnroe? Three exclamation points. Question mark. Three exclamation points. Question mark. Some customers wanted to know why the cards did not just keep 
father on the card as he is still the parent of the child. However, not all Target shoppers were as angered by the retailer's controversial baby daddy cards, with some appearing to find them more amusing than offensive. After the outcry, Target said it was removing the cards from the shelves and issued an apology to offended shoppers, of course. In a statement, the retail giant said, we appreciate the feedback and apologize. It's never our intent to offend any of our guests. The products we sell, Ed, should we all take up a, a, a implement of fire and torch our nearest target location in outrage? Or should people just calm the fuck down? <laughs> that's a good, that's a good point. Um, I suppose this is very racially insensitive, yeah. but there was a five, six year stretch where I only bought my mom mahogany cards, which, <laughs> which are targeted like a black, like a black yes, line, Shut like up. a black line. So but, and my mom's not racist. No, it, it, she's, she just isn't. No, she goes but, to church every day. Well, I mean, that that is a strong sign of a very healthy racist in many areas of the country. Um, But she just isn't. But she would be very uncomfortable because she would try to ask me in a non-racist way why I got her this card. And it would be like a Mother's Day card that was commending her for being a strong sister and stuff like that. (laughs) That's so good. That's so funny. And for like five years, I just kept buying them, and I could tell she was she would like kind of cock her head sideways when she'd read the card, and it just didn't totally go over well. But she didn't want to <laughs> say why. Say anything? <laughs> I just I just loved it. And I did it for the uncomfortableness of it all. Um, and when you read the story, it kind of made me wish I could. Go- I think I might go back to that because she never said anything. So good. Yeah, keep doing it. But like, it would be like a strong sister like you needs to be commended. (laughs) (laughs) And my mom clearly didn't know how to respond. Well, now I'm offended because we have no mahogany section where I live. I want I want mahogany oh, the, cards. Uh, it was at yeah at my CVS. They have a little mahogany section, and I would be very very stoked to get a baby daddy card or give a baby daddy card. I went shopping for Father's Day cards, and they're all shit. They're they're terrible. Oh, they're terrible. They're all terrible. Birthday cards are terrible. Like, give me a baby and daddy card. Still I love it. an unhealthy number of cards, ready made cards from the Peanuts gang. Oh, they're, yeah, they're there. Like, get the fuck out with your Snoopy Joe Cool cards. Get out of here. Wait, this Charles Schultz uh, Enterprises is just stacking chips still uh, to this it day. Certainly are till it becomes public domain. I mean, they're just gonna keep making money off that uh, the wholly unfunny Charlie Brown. Not never been funny, never been nah. poignant. Always been horrible. He's he's deeply depressed. The worst. Franklin never gets to speak. No, poor Franklin. He's hardly ever there. Yeah. Um, Ed, this one's been making the rounds. I've heard a few people talk about this, and it's so fucking diabolical. Like, you know how when a hacker is really good, they're like, hey, 
it's like a plot from a movie. They're like, hey, you can go to jail or you can come work for us at the NSA. Right. Well, this is kind of like one of these stories. Somebody should offer this chick a job because she is like, it's like, it's like dirty work where Norm and Artie get into the revenge business. Right. Like somebody should give this chick a chance to do a job like that because she's really good at it. She faked a rejection letter. Hold on. Just too many things in the way. She faked a rejection letter from her ex-boyfriend's dream school. Now she has to pay him $265,000. Eric Abramovitz's hard work paid off. The accomplished clarinet player had been accepted to his dream school, but he never got the news. That's because when his acceptance email arrived in 2014, Abramovitz's then-girlfriend, Jennifer Lee, deleted it and sent him a fake rejection email from the school. It was a $265,000 mistake. Oh. It was really, quote, it was really devastating to feel that incredible betrayal, Abramovitz told CNN. It made me think of our whole relationship, and it made me feel like everything might have been a lie. Might. A college sophomore studying music at McGill University at the time, Abramovitz had applied to a two-year full scholarship program to finish his bachelor's degree at Colburn Conservatory of Music in Los Angeles. Never heard of it. Itching to study with... McGill's a a good Canadian That I know. Itching to study with a renowned clarinet teacher, Abramovitz spent many late nights in practice rooms to prepare for his audition, which he thought went well. The full scholarship, which includes tuition, room, and board, is worth about $50,000 a year, and Abramovitz said graduating from Colburn would have set him up for a high-paying symphony career. When he was rejected, Abramovitz said he was crushed. Um, let's see how she, how'd she do it this Wednesday, a Canadian court ruled that Abramovitz ex-girlfriend owed him more than 265,000 or 350,000 Canadian loonies for damages, including loss of reputation, educational opportunity, blah, blah, blah. Roughly $37,000 us of that final amount was added on by the judge's by the judge for Lee's despicable interference in Abramovitz's career to com- oh, here here we go to convince Abramovitz that Colburn had rejected him his girlfriend posed as Abramovitz and replied to the school's uh. acceptance email writing that he would not accept the scholarship because he planned to be elsewhere then she deleted the acceptance email from Abramovitz's inbox then she went one step further creating a fake email address for his the teacher and sending Abramovitz a rejection email that offered him a spot at the, of, at the University of Southern California with a $5,000 scholarship instead. Tuition at USC is more than $50,000, a price 
Abramovitz said his girlfriend would have known he could not afford. It's, <laughs> she's diabolical. It still puzzles me why she even added that. Abramovitz said she knew it wouldn't be realistic, so I had to turn that down even though it wasn't real. Defeated, Abramovitz completed his studies at McGill. He and Lee broke up a few months later for unrelated uh. reasons. Uh, so fast forward two years to 2016, when Abramovitz auditioned for a graduate program at USC, where Galad also teaches, Abramovitz still had no idea his rejection from Colburn was fake. Each man thought they had been rejected by the other. This is like a this is going to be a movie, 100. percent Abramovitz described a confusing scene at his USC audition in which Galad asked why he was there because he had rejected Colburn and in turn his instruction. With all due respect, I believe you rejected me, Abramovitz said he oh, told Galad. Unbelievable. It wasn't until Abramovitz's classmates asked why he had rejected the Colburn offer that he began to think something was fishy. He went back through his emails, the fucking receipts. This is how I know people watch my Instagram stories. And forwarded the rejection he had received in 2014 to Galad, who said... He had never written it. Ed, this is fascinating. What is the worst part of this? Getting duped by the woman you thought you loved or having the entire world know you're really good at the clarinet? <laughs> There's only one person who should be good at the clarinet, and that's Squidward from SpongeBob. He's that's a good. terrible – He's terrible, terrible at it. Oh, that's, that's true. He's yeah. awful at it. Yes. But it's a terrible instrument. Only the bagpipes are it's a worse. worse. Yes. Is, is, yes. I forget. I, I heard wins. somewhere recently they said you can never tell if somebody's really good at playing a bad instrument or really bad at playing a good song. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just it's it, awful. It's very difficult to tell what the bagpipes. You're like, is, does he mean to do that? I don't know. I can't tell. Like when I hear the bagpipes, it conjures up feelings of getting drunk on St. Patrick's Day, but I don't really know what's going on with the bagpipes. And it's not its not like a skill. Like, anybody but can the, just do that, right? But the clarinet, yeah, Woody Allen plays it randomly in some club somewhere, but it's a terrible instrument. It sounds like somebody's whining. Yeah. It, it's, it's the musical equivalent of a mother-in-law yelling at you. And Woody Allen plays jazz clarinet which is like one of the most horrific two-word phrases in the english language right right up there with plunger rape and genital herpes like you really really don't want to hear the I'll phrase like jazz <laughs> clarinet together it's t it's terrible um that's some super sleuthing that got this together. And the problem with these kind of lawsuits, it makes you feel like justice has been done. But the reality is this guy didn't have the, he didn't have the, the, the setup for life that he deserved to have. So the actual technical cost of of the education he missed out on, he's gonna 
he's he's the the jury found in favor of him, but then also he'll never get paid what he deserved to be paid. Well, I think. Well, I didn't read. I didn't. He won't see that exact money. I left out the part of the story. I think he's now training with that same. He like, is he's in a program. Like he's. He I think is, he'll be but fine. But it's not the, the same. That, yeah, I don't even. I, I think don't know he's, what. I think he's. Still, <laughs> Who knows if you're doing well or poorly in the uh, clarinet world? And and he can option his story to. The Squidward, yeah. yeah. To some somebody's gonna make this story into a movie. Um, Ed, joining us now. It's time. We've like done. Oh, you hear any? Hear any noise in the background there? Oh, up. oh hey, you hear something there? You may. I, you may have heard earlier. Flogging. You may have heard earlier a lot of loud noise coming out of somebody's computer just just outside so just out of the studio just outside of the studio she lets you know her presence if she is in the building this content is played out you are aware i am quiet as a mouse of course i am talking about our very own pop culture correspondent i didn't come here to get bullied Fancy sauce. Hey, hi guys. Who joins us now? How are you, Fancy? I'm good. How's it going? Hey, Kate. Good. You Uh, guys having a nice chat? Somebody was messaging me. How come I don't play the... uh, I can't remember what he called it. He didn't call it a bong. He called it... And I don't think he said water pipe. He said water something. How come I don't play that sound effect when you come on? bong sound effect? Yeah, so... When I hear that, I like it. It's from the bong by Cypress Hill. Oh, yeah. That's the intro. Such a jam. It was... Remember Hits from the Bong came out and you're like, can they even do... Their whole album was about weed. You're you're like, can you even do that? Like, is that even legal? They're just talking open like, this will never get played. This is... And again, this was a a good four or five years after... um, Who's the Miso Horny guys? Two Live Crew. Yes. Yeah. But that was about pussy. (laughs) <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it was kind I mean, of, it was, it was very rapey. The, yeah, yeah. the fuck shop. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. That was, I remember that being well blasted in the parking lot of my I high school that very often. Gucci Mama song. Yeah. yeah. Big booty yes. hoes. Yeah. Yeah. They rapped really fast. Yeah. Mm. There was that one racially ambiguous guy in two live crew. Oh yeah! Uh, oh, the bro- not brother Marquise, the other guy. He died. Yeah, he died. R.I.P. to that guy. Uh, okay, let's do some email quickly. Not to rush. Fresh kid ice, right? I'm okay. sure. If you say so. I only know Uncle Luke. Dear Ed and Brian and Kate, remember when we were younger and saw someone with a tattoo, and we knew without a doubt that they were a badass and in a biker gang. <laughs> How are we supposed to know who the badasses are anymore? When Tristan, the guy who makes my iced chai latte at Starbucks has a full sleeve. Thanks. That's from Dean. That's a very it's, good question. It's a new Dean. world. It's a new world. You're you've got to hone 
those skills a little more. Yeah. You know, you got to look for other indicators. Yeah. This is what you would call a paradigm shift. Yeah, it's true. You got to employ a lot more critical thinking these days when it comes to putting people in boxes. (laughs) When I was a kid, I saw a guy on the beach during the summers. I'd see him on the beach and it was an old dude with an anchor tattoo. And you knew he had strangled a man with his bare hands. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right? You knew it. Yeah. There was no gray area. He had murdered someone with his bare hands. Or he blew his bunkmate on a destroyer. It is hard now because hipsters get like artisanal, vintage, badass tattoos. Yeah. Like everything has been co-opted right. by branches of hipsters. Yeah. Well, if basically. you need to know what is sad is I have a couple tattoos. Yeah. So what, what there's no, there's again? no bottom. Yeah. Ah, there's, there's some personal shit, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's a long story, but do you, no. have, the U, do you have the U-M? No, no, no. Terrapin, they're they're terrapin, kids, terrapin kids stuff. Not, oh, not like, not oh, sleeves. What, yeah. like Garfield? Yeah. No, yeah. Oh, his kids. Yeah, I have Garfield oh. and fucking. That would be cool if you had Garfield. <laughs> I have John sing- drinking a, a gallon of semen. Semen, the best. And like, the thing <laughs> is, there's probably some strain of hipster bro that is getting Garfield tattoos, ironically. It might be cool right. now. Right. We don't know. <laughs> Well, you know what's cool now is like shitty tattoos are cool. Too bad you got rid of that spider that you got in yeah. the middle. The best, the best tattoo is when Steve O got a giant tattoo of his, his own face. head on his back. Yeah. On his back, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, his face. On that's his a baller back. move. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, and he Steve O says he's like the the only reason I would ever get a tattoo is if it if other people saw it and laughed their asses off. Like that's that's the extent of the reason for his tattoos, which I think is. Well, most tattoos are so dumb. They're funny. Yeah. Or they're just terrible. Yeah. Shout Um, out to Steve-O. I saw a guy, I saw a guy at my gym yesterday come into the, sometimes after, I'm going to regret saying this. Sometimes after I work out, I go do a sauna. It's fucking. It's really good for you. It's a extremely healthy. So I very tr- personal. I try to go to. I try to go do twenty minutes in the sauna after I work out. Sometimes it is extremely good for you. And this guy came in with this old tattoo <laughs> on his arm, and it said, and it was like a a little girl mermaid. Hmm sitting on the word Lolita. I'm very uncomfortable mm. with that story. And I don't think he knew. So he definitely is fucked underage chicks. Yeah, I don't think he really understood I... what that meant. Or he really did. He's like, I really <laughs> want right, to fuck 12-year-old he girls. He understand or he really <laughs> did. 
Anyway, and then he That's one or the other. Identity. <laughs> then he started making a bunch of noise and so I just got up and left. I'm what like I don't, of- I don't know. He was just noisy. He was like had like a bag and he was like you about him. Wait, he brought stuff Yeah, he brought, like, brought stuff and he was like putting oh, stuff in a bag. Ba- I know. I know. The it's fuck? Do people come in there fully clothed all the time? No. Yeah. There are no, there's signs that say Yeah, they don't read the signs. People come in in shoes. Oh, well, They're dirty ass shoes. Guess what? I would not be having that. Yeah. Okay. Here, and I know I'm going to hear about that, you motherfuckers. All right? Don't piss me off with your responses. Well, you're going to get a lot of trolling. He, here's trolling another email now. also from Dean. Dean likes to get in at the last minute, and I think one of these came in like during or around last show time. I'll read it to you. Ed, Brian, and Kate. I was in the Southern California area last week and thought about looking you up on whitepages.com to come look for that turtle, but was short on time. <laughs> Maybe next time. That's could, really mean. Could you please ask the sauce to explain these baseball terms? The, the race Thanks. against the hair never finished. No, it could still be going on. Um, this is just. It's an ultra marathon. This is just so unfair, Dean. Because she's, these are not. You don't understand. Like Kate doesn't know what a ball or a strike is. So I'll here's I'll ask her one of Dean's terms. Kate, in the game of baseball, yeah. What does the term full count mean? What is a full count? The count is full. Often you'll hear. Is that like full count? Full count. Full. Like everyone's out on the field. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All the players are out on the field. That's I a full count. It just took a swing at that. A full count of players. Wow. Unintended. Great job. Okay. Let's, let's try another one. Southpaw. Southpaw. That is somebody that hits with their left hand in boxing. Yes. South, South Philly, Southpaw. I know yeah. that because Jake Gyllenhaal was, yes. was in a movie called Southpaw. Oh, yes. You got that one. Starring wow. Curtis Jackson. Two, yeah. Oh, oof. I never saw that movie. It's quite I might an watch actor. It. Well, if you want to see an acting uh, tour to far, that big fan. Jake uh, Gyllenhaal can act. Yeah. Like out of stuff. Is he not good? It was like a dirty version of Rachel McAdams in that movie. Pretty good. Um, who is she? Oh no, it is actually Rachel McAdams. Yeah, like oh, she I was playing her. a dirty version oh, of herself. Her. It was oh. pre- it was pretty Speaking delightful. Of Speaking of that. Canadians, yeah. Uh, so G- fancy sauce two for two. Jake Gyllenhaal is a is actually real a really good actor. I just said that. Yeah, he uh, was yoked that movie. I know, yeah, but it's a fit. little bit like mansplaining back. And me. he's like a he's like normal size. I think he's like six foot. Mm-hmm. Backwards K. What is a backwards K? Is that from when Dean you in Omaha snort the line of? Ketamine from the mm-hmm. left to the right. Right, you go from top to bottom <laughs> instead of bottom to top. Yes, that's exactly right. You nailed it. Back, you got all three. Good for all right, Kate. Baseball, our very own baseball Woo! expert, Kate. Excellent you job. You are welcome. Here's another one. This one's not from Dean. Mm. Ballers, the last shows have been amazing. Each one better than the last. I know, much like the rest of the thousands of listeners, I'm still a little shook from the ending of the episode with Lisa B. 
Yeah. I kind of need resolution. You guys are gross. I kind of. We're not. No. No. It wasn't our story to tell. People that want to know more about that. I kind of need resolution here. So please have her on the show again and soon. Well, we'll probably be having her on at some point because Kate's doing some big projects at work. So I imagine she's going to have to miss some shows. Happy Father's Day, he continues. In honor of the day, I'm in need of some dad advice and knew you guys would set me on the right path. I live in a rural county in Maryland for work. And my (laughs) wife and I took our kids to the playground this weekend for the first time. How do I stop other dads from talking to me about their Carson, Easton, or Tucker? I thought all dads knew the rule of not trying to be friendly with the other dads. Please help me here. Keep it baller. Ben906, hashtag multiple iTunes reviewer, hashtag team more Takashi69 news. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, I have some suggestions. Okay, what's your suggestion? You go ahead. Um, Like, pretend to vape. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Rural Maryland? I think that might invite more. What about, like, display your Garfield tattoo? Also good. Also not a bad plan there. Um, I know what Ed will say. Ed will say, have the headphones on, right? That's right. Does that stop people? Yeah, it does. Go with the headphones. The headphones is a good one. Somebody said to me recently, oh, I just assume you're a dick because you always have your headphones on. And I kind of was proud of that. Yeah. No, that is good. Um, I do that when I go to the grocery store. I do the headphones when I'm at Costco. I do the, I always just have the headphones on and you, you, you really don't have to interact with many people. No I, one's trying to talk to you at the store. No, but uh, I just – I do sometimes it. Sometimes I might. They might. Some, actually, some guy tried to – cool rings – some guy at the grocery store a couple weeks ago was like, hey, man, cool ring. That's a really cool ring you got. What is that like a class ring? And I'm like, does it look like a fucking class ring? Were you getting hit on again? I don't know. I think I might have been getting hit on by a dude. <laughs> is that a summer come loud ring? Yeah. Um, I would say one time I was at the – when my kids are too big to be taken to the tot lot anymore. But when I was a kid, I used to take them to the park. Or when they were kids, I used to take them to the park. And one time I was there and there was a dad who was wearing a scarf, real long Mm. scarf. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like so cold that he needed a scarf. He had a t-shirt on. He just had a t-shirt and like sweatpants and then a big, was the other dad there at the park too? No, I didn't see the other dad with him. And he had this big, long scarf on. And then not only was he wearing a scarf while his kids were playing, he would drop to the ground and just like rep out like 25 push-ups and wow. then like flip over on his back and just uh, uh, like bust out some crunches while okay. he was there. So some do like a little parkour right. so while what, you're at the what, park. What I would say to you is do any of those things and nobody's going to talk to you. Just wear a scarf. <laughs> just have a scarf on and people are going to be like, oh, I'm going to keep my distance from that guy. Or just do any kind of like fitness, like start doing – just get in a plank. Just be in plank the whole time. See, see if you can hold a plank the entire time your kids are playing, and nobody's going to bug with uh, bug you while you're there. It's good advice. That is uh, great advice. Okay, Kate, what is going on? Oh, wait. Let me just check something here. I just saw an email come in to our mailbag account while we're here. And let, oh my god, it's kind of long. It's, we're going to save this for next week, but I'll just preview it. It's from our friend David Salt Lake, who can who can be a little wordy, so these need editing. 
and the and the subject of the email is dry dick, mm-hmm. which is something I'm I'm afflicted with. I'm a dry dick, so uh, we will talk about that next week. Uh, Kate, what is going on do in the we world? Have to yeah, we do. What is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in fancy pop? Well, I have some news because um, I know you guys both love this topic um, of your favorite SoundCloud rappers. Oh yes. Pump. Lil Pump? I mean, there's so many of them. Lil Pump? What about Lil Peep? Not gonna lie, when I heard the death notice, I I was scared it was our guy. Yeah, me too. There's been a death of a SoundCloud rapper, and I had to Google how to say his name. Extentation. Nope. Extension. No. Can I just do it? Oh, it's XXX. You have to say all three X's. XXXtentation. Can I do it now? Yeah, do it. And by the way, this how to pronounce his name video on YouTube has been viewed two million eight hundred times. God damn it! That means somebody made like ten grand off that video. <laughs> XXX Tentacion. Oh, he's, really? He's I was always pronouncing Xentation. Oh, look I at saw you. him. Oh, always. There's a video. He of, just comes up in conversation. There's a video a lot. of him himself pronouncing <laughs> it on a radio show. Well, he's been in the news. I'm saying, you know, when you read something to yourself, certain things you never say out loud. Like when you hear a word yeah. pronounced for the first time yeah. and you you don't realize that's what it was. Yes, like um, biopic. Right. You're like, wait, is that – it's not biopic? Biopic. Not going to lie. When I was a kid, Buchanan, James Buchanan, president, I was always thinking oh, I was Bush and man. Oh, really? Wow. That's deep. But I was – you know, I was eight. Um, so I thought it was Butchanan, and then my teacher said it was Buchanan. The the horrible, the horrible. <laughs> That's your really logic. Is- <laughs> the horrible Don Henley song "Boys of Summer." Mm-hmm. I thought for many years I thought was Poison Summer because because well, it was, it was poison, poison in my eardrums. Ears. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god, that's funny. Anyway, he's got a new album. He's been shot up. What? He's been shot. A gunman shot him to death in Florida. Gunman in a red mask. Oh really? Um, Oh, gang killing. Yeah. So rappers Soldier Kid and Soldier Jojo. Who? um, What? Multiple soldiers. Any connection? Derivatives off a soldier boy. I'm not sure why they would be connected to his death. I didn't dig that far into the (laughs) story. They must have have had beef. I'm assuming maybe there was a beef, or but anyway, they're denying it. They've made some videos saying that like they don't got nothing to do with it. Um, something that I noticed is that he was shot leaving a uh, motorcycle dealership. So now not only is Riding a motorcycle dangerous, but shopping for a motorcycle also dangerous. Could, you could end up dead. That's another thing. Just like hot air balloon accident, you'll never hear that I was murdered after shopping for a motorcycle. That's true. I didn't know all these SoundCloud rappers were so hard. Oh, I know they are hard. Yeah. So Chief Keith, hard to listen to. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked. Yeah. We've talked about Takashi sixty nine. I think we talk- beef with Chief Keith, yeah, right? Chief- like he's no. always trolling. Do they make these beefs up though? Well, Chief Keith was shot at in New York, and oh, that's where Takashi's from, right? So he's apparently Takashi is a known associate of one of the two men seen leaving mm-hmm. on surveillance cameras tracking Keith around New York City. Yeah, in the hours before somebody opened fire on him outside the W Hotel. Yeah, did were. 
69 shots fired. Yes. Because he stays on brand really at all does. times. He really does. Other- There's a video on this on TMZ of of Takashi sixty nine talking to TMZ. Yeah, he's impossible great. to understand. You might want to post. He's it on the, barely speaks English. Might want to post it on the Facebook page. Yeah, I'll do that. Send, send me a link. It's pretty good. Send me a link and I'll put it on our Facebook. page. So he's denying Takashi sixty nine. She best. keeps okay though. XXX pretty much my favorite guy. R.I.P. He's gone forever. We'll never have That's any terrible. more sick music from him. You know who else is dead and is uh, unsolved? Jam Master Jay. What's going on with that? Jason Mizell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He got murdered coming out of the studio. It was 15 years ago and nobody's, no one knows what the fuck happened. What the fuck happened? Somebody knows. Somebody needs to start snitching so we could get justice for Jam Master Jay. One of the fucking original DJs in the game. And how do we still not know who killed Tupac or Biggie? Like definitively. We do know. I, know I mean, the Tupac one is ridiculous on the strip. Yeah. There are never, within eyesight, there's never less than 400 people in yeah. any spot on the strip. Yeah, it's true. But that was just a, uh, that was. And how just, do you get away after you shoot somebody? Just a random act of violence. It was the guys they beefed with at the. In the casino right. earlier. Right, at the MGM Grand. Happened to see After them the drive Seldon by. Tyson fight. Yeah, happened to see them driving by later, and the guy, Orlando something, shot Tupac. Bloom? Could have been him. Orla- I, Orlando Bloom. Yeah, could have been. He carries a big weapon. He sure does. That's right. Like, if he's. Paddleboard. Right. If there was. It's a baton, though. I don't think. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it shoots a different kind of bullet. It does. It shoots. It's. I would argue. I would. Less rather be hit with Orlando Bloom's and ammunition than what got okay. Tupac. That's all I'll say. Noted. Uh, okay, Kate. What else is going on in the world of pop culture? Well, this is not a headlight headline that I um, am into, but I'm going to read it anyway. Jada Pinkett Smith is 46, but says her vagina is like a 16 year old. Oh, she's the worst. Oh, she is. A, she oh. is the worst. Yeah. And She's has worse. been the worst. Tupac connection. She continues yeah. to be the worst person. She's the worst. Um, apparently, t- she had some her? bladder issues. They went and to high so school she together. Went and got the, um, Va- vaginal called. rejuvenation. Yeah, the vag rejuvenation. There's no way that could solve bladder issues. A, your bladder's the inside your body. It'd be cool if she got a personality a laser rejuvenation. In there. Apparently, it, like the heat from the laser stimulates <laughs> right. cellular turnover, bullshit, which makes you feel younger again, and, and it gets tighter and nicer Bull. and functions no, it like it did when we were nicer. back in our twenties. Nicer. Maybe it tightens up after hearing her like husband's horrible rap skills. Here's yeah. a quote from Jada Big about Willie her style. vagina, which she calls her yawny. Oh, when no. I tell you my Yanni is like oh a 16 year old, I'm not kidding. It looks like a beautiful little peach. Does she, does she call him loves herself? Sick. Does she call it Yanni? But uh, I hear Laurel. <laughs> She's like, hey, if you, have I told, have I told I you know, about my Yanni? I'm and sure I'd be like, what's up with your Laurel? episode of Red Table Talk, which she's She is the worst. She's got a very, she's got a very blokey vibe to her. She's very well, she's masculine. Gay, right? Well, I think like, she has s- said, yeah. Strong Adam's apple on jawline. Yeah. yeah. Not, if and, if it, you pronounce, if you come up with a word like that to describe an adult, uh, body part, you shouldn't be allowed to use it. 
Well, isn't, like I if think you still pronounce it like a six-year-old, you should not be allowed to have sex. I think that's the. I agree. I think that's the tantric word. Like, yani. Yani. That's like the the Indian um, pronunciation or something. Yoni. Yeah, my Yoni. Why like Yoni with his yeah, long flowing locks? Right. Exactly. And women. There's nothing wrong with your pussy. Your pussy does not need to be rejuvenated. Your pussy is fine. You're, it's not stretched out or it doesn't need cell rejuvenation. Like your pussy is perfectly fucking fine. Yeah, Don't believe this bullshit <laughs> that you need your, your pussy worked on. Jesus Christ. I For mean, the five women that are listening. Steaming. I mean, I mean, what? I mean, you it's do. Good need, We've got lots, lots of do women we? listening. You do need it. Wish I'd tweet at you me. do need it worked on, but not in the way that they tell you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like if you think it needs to be rejuvenated. Okay. Easy tiger. It just, and it just needs a little. Right. By somebody with some strong vocal cords as well. Right. Yeah. Get in there. Like Yanni. Loudly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Loud. I bet Yanni's a loud. <laughs> he's Greek. I bet Yanni's oh, a yeah. loud comer. For sure. Yeah, he is. Yes. Yodels. He's got to exercise those pipes. He was an international He's, he's married to Linda Evans. He is? He was. He was. Putting a dynasty on loud coming. <laughs> Okay, I've got two more stories. Let's let's get this show on the road. Oh, it's, I'm always getting I'm always getting in trouble for rushing you off. Yes, Kate. What's what's your other story? Actress, troubled actress. She's been in and out of rehab for her alcoholism. Heather Locklear. Oh, one of our one of the '90s finest. Yes, has landed in a psych ward over the weekend. Um, she seems to be suffering. I think. Got some bipolar issues going on after threatening to shoot herself because she thought she was in a manic episode Mm, and got herself convinced her fiance was cheating on her. And her parents were trying to calm her down, and she ended up choking her mom and hitting her dad. And her daughter and and her parents can't Um, can't be sturdy at this point. Now, nine one one was called. She was restrained and taken away on a gurney, and um. Yeah, she's entered rehab. She'll be entering yeah, rehab again she needs probably some help. for like Let, the sixth time. Let's not forget. And Heather, if you're listening, take this to heart. There was a period where you were probably in the top three to five pieces of ass in all the world. I mean, you were something else. TJ Hooker with that 80s hair. Sure. Oh my God, Tommy Lee. Maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe Tommy Lee caused some sort of brain damage. Well, I mean, he's that. got his shit together now, so I don't see why she doesn't. He's with that. Maybe he's able to reach <laughs> places inside of a woman that could that could cause a chemical imbalance. That's all I'm saying. Is do we know if he steered um, her boat to Crazy Town? If Heather Locklear is still coupled with the great soap opera actor Jack Wagner, Kate McManus <laughs> is looking at her phone, reading email. Singer of All I Need, remember? Uh, well, that's what I was thinking. I had just got that song. Oh, yeah, I need it's just a little more time. Oh, Douche chill, Hall of sure Fame first ballot. What I feel. Is it all in my mind? 
Cause it seems so hard to believe. Cause you're all I need. This guy, Jack Wagner, before he was with Heather Locklear, he was on a little soap opera called General Hospital. And he was married on the show. To Felicia. To Felicia. And this Felicia was such a piece of ass. Maybe on par with Heather Locklear. She was like 10 She was very little, but man, was she hot. Yeah, she was hot. Uh, Anyway, and then he had that hit single that he used to sing on. Wait. A friend of the show once played golf with Jack Wagner, and he has a fantastic story about it. And if you ever mm. meet him in person, you should ask him about it. Uh, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What else is happening? Final story. This is my favorite story. Not to rush you. It's been my favorite story. Yes. But the ongoing um, tension between Tommy Lee and his Tommy son, Lee. Brandon, Such bullshit. which has been playing out on yeah. social media, on Brandon Instagram Lee. for a while since yes. March when Tommy Lee and Brandon um, got in a huge fight. Yeah. Um, and Tommy was knocked out by his well, son, Well, according to Tommy, he was cold cocked. Right. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but Tommy chose to make that incident public yeah. by posting a picture of himself with a fat lip. And there were rumors that Brandon did knock Tommy out cold, and we didn't know for sure if that was true until on the weekend, on Monday, instead of a Father's Day post, Brandon posted a video of the fight showing yeah. Tommy, like, laid out on yeah. the floor so that's that's quick start filming i'm gonna beat the shit out the, of my dad he's yeah. removed it yeah. from the gram it's pretty fucked up but apparently he did so after tommy posted a picture of himself with his dad um with a post talking about what he had been you know what his dad had taught him yeah and he goes on to say sometimes i feel like i've failed as a father because my kids don't know the value of things. No, they don't. If they it's break something, fault. they don't care because they know they'll just get a new one. If they hurt someone, they don't care yep. because so many people tell them it's okay. I never wanted this for my kids. I know I'm not fully to blame because their mom has a lot to do with it, enabling bad behavior and buying them things when they weren't good. But I guess I hoped at the end of the day that they would end up yep. kind. Um, and then he says some more stuff and it ends up with, I love my boys, but they can be assholes too. And that's the truth. Yeah. So there's probably a lot of truth to that post, but um, I'm not saying that Tommy has been a um, exemplary um, dad. He fancies a drink for sure. Um, and a piece of young pussy now and then. Um, Brandon hit back by saying, "Remember what happened last time? You said this shit. Yeah. You got to show up to be a dad, big guy. If you think we're so bad, which I'm sure you were not, then you should have showed up um, to a few more birthdays and baseball games." Uh, but someone like you can raise a man like me. I'm twice the man you'll ever be. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, and then he, and he was in the knock, crow. Then he threatened yeah. to knock him out. Oh, again. He, got, he got shot to death in the crow. So then today, Brandon posted on Instagram oh, no, there's a more message to this. that said, yeah. I thank my dad for paying for my treatment. It's the best thing he has ever done for oh, me. Oh, he's in Today, rehab. I am almost two years sober. Every day that goes by, I feel ever more grateful. My clear mind has allowed me to do a lot with this time, so much so that I would like to offer to pay for his treatment. Oh, wow. Well, so, he doesn't have so, any money. Wait, so Shots he, fired. He was sober when he knocked his dad out? Yeah. Yes. 
Wow. But I don't that's, think Tony was. So he's insinuating that his dad yeah. is a drunk. He's, and needs to get that's a lot dry. of that's a lot of rage to have at your old man to really knock him out. Yeah, to be yeah. sober? Yeah. Knock sober. him out? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well So I'll be keeping an eye on this beef because it's pretty um juicy. I would say though that maybe Brandon should look inside himself and be thankful for all the gifts that his dad has given him both financially and probably physically. Now here's a, here's a serious question. Do you think he's ever seen the video? No, that's his mom, dude. (laughs) I know, but it's out there. No, no. I don't think that <laughs> he would seek out. I'm not saying he watched the whole thing to the end. Yeah. But it's out there a lot. It's pretty cringy. Oh, I love you. You're so fucking hot, baby. So there was, there was, was a, there was an 18 month gross. stretch where I couldn't avoid it. it Wherever I went, it was around. I remember it being on at like bars. Like you yes, go into a bar. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, going to a be bar yeah. and seeing the boat scene. Yeah, totally. Um, it was, it was, uh, a, a I could see why he would knock his dad out after that yeah. because well, clearly he's hurting the mom. It's a lot of, that's a lot of punishment to put the mom through with that <laughs> con- constant, ex- okay. constant exposure, Stop it. S- <laughs> the slapping, the ripping, the tearing. Wrap up this like dong section. Okay. That is it guys. Excellent job all the way around. Kate McManus. Thank you for. All you do. Oh, thank you. You're our favorite Southpaw. Mm-hmm. And Ed Daly, once again. Delightful. Fantastic work by you. Yeah, thanks, Ed. For Kate McManus, for Ed Daly, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 225 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We'll see you next week. R.I.P. Bye.